not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe. host Raynaud Tiba Amawali Kent. This podcast is for the saints and the ain'ts because Jesus is for everybody. What can you do right now? You can like, you can comment, and you can subscribe or whatever you want to do. Just like, comment, share, do something right now. But I got to welcome my co-host tonight. I'm so excited. It's going to be a really good episode. I got Luna in the building tonight, today. I got Renee in the building. Hello. And guess what? I got Ron all the way from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't think I've ever said it out loud. Tulsa, Oklahoma. (laughs) Have I? I don't even know if I've ever said that word out. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa. Tulsa. Okay, we don't say it either. Tulsa, Oklahoma. What is out there? What's What's in Tulsa? Like besides church, what What else is there? It's just it's church. There's church people, and then there's okay food. And there's a big park called The Gathering Place, but I'm going to be honest, that's about it. Yeah, I just, I don't, yeah. Farmland, corn, <laughs> But you know, weed. if you're in Tulsa, we love well, you. I don't see a lot of that. You don't see a lot of farmland? <laughs> you haven't been planting seeds and getting ready for your harvest? <laughs> you're not ready? You know, because... I was into a message oh, no. the other day, and the man said, he's not waiting for spring, summer, mm-hmm. winter, and fall. He's waiting for a new season. Oh, woo! Come on. That's the that's the word. the word. That's hey. the word. All right. That was so churchy. If you're listening to this and you didn't catch that, that means that you probably weren't raised in church. But guess what? This podcast is not safe for church. But before we get into today's topic, I got to thank my sponsors, the people who helped me put this podcast on. I want to thank Omar and Abby from CrossFit Social City all the way in Spring Valley. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to work out there this weekend. They are just a hot couple. I mean, oh, my gosh. They both have six packs. Like six packs don't make you hot. But like, look at them. They're just hot. Like, they're just good people and like when you work out at their gym the energy the people the vibes and even the other people that work out there are just beautiful it's just whoo my my eyes have seen the glory of the lord amen and i want to thank emily and nate from for the love i kind of feel weird talking about them like that because like nate like used to be a pastor i used to work for him so i like i just can't talk about them too nastily but they're a hot couple too <laughs> come on emily got four kids look at that body zam all right but check out their store for for, come on four Ooh. kids for a reason <laughs> come on pastor is exactly. pumping it up robo shata okay i'm kidding <laughs> he was a pastor when i was having kids so i guess he oh, was he was being fruitful and multiplying hey. but anyways they, they, uh, being fruitful and multiplying. come exactly. on Check out their store. It's downtown on Main Street in the Arts District. They have a great store. I love their store. Make sure you tell them I sent you, okay? And uh, yeah, there's two ways to help this podcast out. You can subscribe and share. It's totally free. Come on, I like free. If it's free, it's for me. Come on. (laughs) And uh, you can give and receive. And you can give and receive uh, through Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. And uh, yeah, those are all the ways. Or you can give and receive in other ways. But that's not my business. But we're going to get into today's topic. Today, I'm just excited because we're going to do these questions again. I can't wait. And I just feel like whenever we do these questions, this is always a really, really <laughs> good time. So I sent everybody a question. Y'all have your questions? You said it? I We're did. even more in the dark this time. Oh, my Lord. Y'all have, y'all have, y'all, I thought I sent it to you. Oh, I oh, got you it. Did. Oh, all right. So <laughs> we all have our questions. Um, any, any opening words? Should, can I look? Uh, at the, yeah, look at the question. This is one of my favorite games like, this is, of all it, time. I have like four different versions of this game. I have like the regular version, the extended version, the 
the like forgiveness version, the self-reflection. It goes crazy. Mm. I love it. What's the other version? You said you have four. You only listed three. <clears throat> oh, okay, 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 okay. I have this is crazy. I got this one that's called the Sneaky Link version. Ooh. And there's a triple X version. It goes crazy. Wait, you need to give but... us a question. Like, pull out your dick and send us a question. I think I might have that dick in my phone. <laughs> what? Oh, my yeah, God, I no. Said, I, I said the deck, the I deck of cards. Oh, Lord, not the deck. Oh, no, no, no. Luna, he is a man of God. I was wondering why did Quan... You know he is a man of God. I was wondering why did Quan look at me like that. I was like... Oh my God, have you asked who Quan is? This is Quan's beautiful studio. If you want to do a podcast, this is the place to come. Quan is the guy in Las Vegas. (laughs) Check him out. Oh my gosh, you want to see his deck. I was like, why did Quan break his neck like that? I was like, what's wrong with a deck of cards? Not you breaking necks. (laughs) Yeah, I'll slow it down. You need to pull out your deck. That sounds even nastier. <laughs> Pull it that's out. That's what the young people are saying nowadays, huh? Ooh, they probably are saying that. I remember, I used to, you know, when I was a youth pastor, I saw a lot of things. One time I saw the kids in the bushes. I said, oh. In the bushes? I said, not, All right, in, the, I said, not in the Lord's house. Not on Here's Jesus' the thing, property. Here's the thing. I know you still let them do it, though. You was like, mm. Oh, no, no, I did not. I said, hey, no, I was like, I said, y'all, I said, now I'm not judging nobody because I always <laughs> let kids know, you know, you could keep it real with me. You could tell me anything. But I said, not at the church house, not at the church, like anywhere else, like not at the church. Like <laughs> yeah. your parents dropped you up here to get closer to Jesus. Now I get closer to the pussy. <laughs> Praise God. I didn't say the, that part when yeah. I was a pastor because yeah, right, I was yeah. still censored. Right. But God has uncensored me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wow. Now you can just speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can be. I can talk. Yeah. I can be free. Hallelujah! But he said, "But you should have self control." But okay, who's gonna start off tonight? Who wants to ask the questions first? Whose name is first in the alphabet? Uh, Luna, Renee. Oh, we all are ours. That was the dumbest thing ever. I am so stupid. Ron, Renee. I literally was I was going through the alphabet. That's embarrassing. Okay, mine says, "What song reminds you of your first heartbreak?" Oh God! Oh my gosh! What Ooh. song reminds you of your first heartbreak? Oh, we getting right into it, huh? <laughs> okay. Right. Not, this, some of these are some of these phrases tonight. Wow. We getting right into it. Oh my God! Or is it just my mind? What? Okay, it's no, okay. Right. We, we, we're mind. there too. I gotta bind bind this up. It's okay. Bind yeah, what did up. I miss? Fill me in. Okay, no, but fill you in. Oh my Lord, Luna, you're doing it again. All right, I, what's the question? <laughs> what song reminds you of your first heartbreak? Can it, does it have to be bad? Are we all answering this? Yeah, question? we're all going to answer. Yeah. We're going to all answer. And we're, we're gonna, it's going to be conversation and dialogue from these questions. Oh, that's so fun. This is going to sound so <laughs> goofy because I was so young and this song doesn't have anything to do with a breakup. But do you ever heard that song? It's like, God sent me an angel from the heavens above. Wait, you're singing this about your ex? Your first but like, heartbreak? It just reminds me of when I was sad <laughs> and then that song came out. Or it's like... I see. Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. Fuck what I said. I didn't don't know that song. No. What? You know that, that song? Y'all know that song? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Juan no. will know. Maybe you so. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know that song, Juan? Quan don't know either. You He's white. Know that song. But you know, Quan been around a lot of black people. You can tell how he acts. His name is Quan. Literally. <laughs> no, literally. This was like a. Oh, Quan is not black. A very nice white man. 
Our, our, my favorite one. Tell me Kwan. Your favorite one? If wow. I find this song, can you play it? <laughs> oh, no. I don't think can we play it on here. I don't know. I no. get in trouble by the government. Your YouTube's going to get shut down. Oh, oh sure. girl. No, 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 no. I'm just starting <laughs> off. Well, okay, I'll have to play it for you guys later. But like, it was the jam. It was like, it came out and I was in like a sixth grade and I was like going through a heartbreak. Yeah, sixth grade. It was like my first real oh, person I that I liked. Wow. And it, that was like the song. Okay. And it hurt. Yeah. There's two songs and those songs just happened to come out around that time. But the. The F U U Ho, I don't want you back is like You're the so one that's. Funny. I don't know those. You I'm going to have to play to for you. I think my I'm song, I'm like, but I'm also older than you guys. Oh, I forget. You are. You're not that. Okay, Renee, you act like you so, yeah. four years. We were, but no. still, four years <laughs> in music and technology. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. Wait, what? He was a freshman when I was a senior in high school. Oh, so, wow. like, high school at the same time. Yeah, but I'm just because I am a little bit older than you guys, like certain music and certain technology and certain things, like even though it's not that big of a difference, I agree. It's still like Could a be difference. my sister are like that. You know? true. That's true. My son because, would- like I was thinking about this yesterday, like literally when we started high school is when the iPhone basically was a thing for real. Yes. Us. Wait, how like, old are you? 27? I'm 27. The iPhone came out. But it was but becoming like, yes, popular. Everybody having like, everyone it. Everyone was yeah. getting like, I was a like, new phone. Were you born in Because I think I didn't get a new iPhone <laughs> until I was like, I think I was like 19. And that was the first time I got an iPhone. So yeah, yeah pretty that's much about around right. that yep. same time. Because I would have been yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. There's exactly. no way. Because that was like 2009. No, no, were you in middle school? That's when the iPhone came out. I, I mean, my first <laughs> phone was like a little Razor flip phone. So I can't. Based off of that, but oh, you I started remember. with a razor. Wow, I did. That's, that's that is Luna. for that's starting Luna. with a razor. No, but I'm also a little bit younger, so I don't think they were like that yeah. pop in at that time. So, and then after that, I had my first iPhone when I was like in seventh grade. That's crazy how technology has changed. You had it your first wild. iPhone in seventh grade. Yeah, that's crazy. it. Was so I mean, fat. I had my first iPhone in seventh grade, but yeah. it wasn't. I mean, I've had my first phone, but not iPhone. Oh, okay. Like I, I, have I got first my first phone, phone when I was yeah. 10 yeah, sorry, on my 10th iPhone. birthday. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just remembered my song. Okay, what's your song? And not because the lyrics remind me of this goofy man. I was literally 17 years old. But <laughs> because I went out, I was in Ethiopia for the summer. I was back home living up with my cousins. And we went out and the song came on. And it was Foolish by Ashanti. <laughs> yes. And I, I was know. in my feelings. I was like, it's my days are cold. And they were like trying to get me out to like have dinner or something because I was like crying in my room. Aww. And that song came on and I was like, <laughs> I was saying, I was saying, my song is booed up by Ella. Yeah, baby. I'm is that not, Ella May or Yeah, her? because That's I'm not remembering Ooh. like, Buddha. when I think about my, my, my ex or whatever situation, I don't think about mm-hmm. like, the, like that the was bat. your first heartbreak? The questions have first heartbreak. <sighs> my first heartbreak? Yeah, because I didn't really love nobody. Mm. Wow. I mean, okay, that's a lot. Let me, let me take that back. Nice. I don't I love these really, hoes. <laughs> I don't really think, love nobody. I, I did love, like, I don't want to say that because I did, I, you know, shout out to one of my first girlfriends, Jaslyn Aria Butler, if you're listening to this. <laughs> shout um, out Jaslyn. I love her like so that. much. She's amazing. She's a beautiful woman. <laughs> Uh, she's great. She's okay. one of my like. We have got so close, especially in this season. We don't talk every day, but she's no. She's my ride or die. Um, but yeah, I mean, I loved her, but it was just a different type of love with this other person. Yeah. And I don't know. I when I think a heartbreak, like I don't know it, that that was heartbreak. Aww. 
But like, why did, did you write the song booed up? At sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, what I was mean, wrong? honestly, I really can't say that I was heartbreak. You could go through a heartbreak. No, at that time, if you're not even seated next to your friend in class, like your heart's probably broken. Yeah, so. that's true. But yeah, okay. I just remember riding and boot. I remember boot up coming up and just thinking about that person all the time. It was like 2018, I think. Yeah, and I just I don't know why, but that song. I, the last thing I was thinking about was a man. It was just vibes. I don't. I just really like the song. It was probably yeah. just like when your heart was broken and that was your song to go to. Oh no! When, when, I, when my heart was broken, it oh. was a thousand times over. What is that? Oh, so you went from boot up to a thousand times And that was over. LMA too. Because yeah. <laughs> I just was like, let me, go, let me go through the... Oh my God, I got to read y'all some of these lyrics. LMA, uh, Ron, what's your song? Life. LMA is... Okay, so is it first heartbreak or like yeah. a heartbreak? First. First? Okay. I, I think I was like 18. Um, I was obsessed with this band called The 1975 and they had the song called Undo, which... But that was like the song that we had first kissed to and every time I heard it, and also it was our first concert and I was like dang I can't listen to this whole album and not think about her so I had a really hard time oh mm. poor Ron let, let me read y'all some of these lyrics <laughs> I made it though I'm alive I'm cool I'm cool we good it was like 10 years ago Look, let me read y'all some of these lyrics good. but this is this song is so powerful for a breakup it says I gave you everything that every man says he wants I cooked that oh I didn't do all that you cooked what? It says, I cooked, I cleaned, but I didn't do all that shit, so I can't really say that. It says, uh, but you I hope the next... To? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'll I don't know. I would have. You You're right. <laughs> really? Don't you hate when you love somebody? Actually, And, like, yeah. who you become? You like, start that, acting goofy. It's like, so why weird. You start dinner. so goofy. Like, why do I love you this much? Yeah. yeah. Like, why? Oh, who am jump I? Jump off of a bridge. I'm right now, I don't... Jump off of a bridge, sister. <laughs> Feelings. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I ever get feelings for anyone else, please just throw me off. All right. <laughs> well, that's a good topic to my question. It says, what title would you give this chapter of your mental health journey? Title. Jumping off the- of a bridge? Are you good? <laughs> well, she said wellness check. <laughs> that was your second She no, said wellness, wellness check. I know what mine is. The pursuit of peace. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Speaking of P words, I got promoted. Look at God. Woo! Oh, Congratulations. my God. I'm not, I'm not going to cap. I'm not going to cap. She said speaking of P words, and I was like, oh, here we Why go. Why are you all like this? Know. You're pushing me all into it. I'm not even the one pushing crazy. you into it. Luna, you're literally <laughs> setting yourself up. No, but anyway, the pursuit of peace, because I've been really, like, focused on eliminating things that don't add to that. I've been really focused on adding things that are like making me feel at peace. And I think it's showing like it's being like the, it's already fruitful. Like I'm seeing it at work. I'm seeing it in my friendships. Like everything's yeah. The same pursuit of peace. same Wait, grace. I, I receive that same grace. I want, I want that in my life yeah, I love that because yeah. I literally, uh, I applied for something today at my job yep. and I, you know, to, you know, get Will on, it add peace to your life. Yeah. It's like to get on the leadership team, you know, and that's how you make, get promotions. Period. And if God could do it for you, he could do yeah. it for me. You prayed for me. Come on. That's why hey, I told Luna, you. Luna. I said it on the podcast, there not to right be crazy. You guys, I know you, you're probably like, I don't give a damn what you do, girl. But cause he literally prayed on the podcast before. That's why I said it. And the crazy thing is Luna, <laughs> I think people don't get this so much power in prayer. And when people talk about testimonies, because literally when I was filling it out today, I was like, I remember when Luna was believing God for a promotion. No, and for like, a job. For a job. Period. And I was thinking about that today when I was <laughs> filling that out and I sent it and I said, God, if you could do it for Luna and like you brought it back up tonight. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. people be talking, joking about this podcast, but we really be saying some stuff. You better. Catch. No, that's Woo. exciting because I know how hard you work and I know that you Aww. love your job. So the fact that you're planning on, you always talk about how you want to 
to boss up, but you're really actually doing it for yourself too. So it holds other people wow. who you want to have in your life, like accountable too, you know? Aww. At such a young age, yeah, you know I'm what so I mean? Like, you. I can't yeah. imagine oh God, like what God, the future holds. That. You guys are the best. Like she's definitely going to be 30 under 30. You know how they do oh, the 30, you, 30 over, what, what is it called? 40 crossed. under 40? 40, 40 under 30. They, they, yeah, they have a 42. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they do for every. I see you with your arms crossed with like a suit, like a woman's suit on and just like. A little titty. Yeah, I see a little titty. Right. Mm. We're saying it now, so Thanks, when it happens, and then I'll come back and testify again. Luna, don't don't start with me. <laughs> Not the mini tambourine. <laughs> come on, thank you, Emily Johnson, for my mini tambourine. Oh, All right, oh my gosh. Okay, Renee, what would you give this chapter of your mental health journey? What would you title it? I don't, why is it so hard for me to think like on the spot? I'll go if you want me to. Yeah. No, I feel like mine would just be like elevated intentions. Oh. Cause that's just constantly what I'm doing right now is trying to elevate my intentions and just like put Anybody myself forward. That? <laughs> elevated intentions. Oh, elevated okay. intentions. Just That's because everything I'm doing is so intentional at this point in my life that if you are trying to hold me back or you're making it impossible for me to move forward, like you just can't be a part of my life. So period. Oh. Snip, snip. <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> I'm doing a real. people vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> shut up. Oh my Not God. The people was like we, and guess what? You may still work. Rap. You may still know what you're doing. But guess what? I can't be around you. Cause we we because when I'm with you, you don't produce no life. Woo. No, seriously. Oh. <laughs> We're all just... Wow. I'm not even in the spirit tonight. Y'all know what I mean by the spirit, but that's yes. my business. Ryan, what's <laughs> what would your what would your mental health uh journey title be right now? My mental health journey. Um, I would say, I, it's just no, like my mind is like, I need to remember to say no more than I say yes mm. to things. I'm such a go-getter. I'm so all about like, oh, you want to like, let's go to Canada. Like I'm down, like, let's make it happen. I don't care about the, the, whatever happens, let's just go. But I think there has to be power in my no. So I'm, my, this chapter is just say no and see what happens. Yeah, mm. that's good. That is good. Because I think when people do something similar to that, it's typically the opposite. Like, mm -hmm. I want to say yes more. I literally said that last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say yes to more things. <laughs> and then you wonder, like, why are you stressed out? I was giving her a facial, she's like, I just need to say no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I need to say no to more things. <laughs> yeah. I think mine would be all the feels. Huh. Mm. I feel like uh, I was in counseling literally, like, Thursday. Uh, like not even a week ago um, and my counselor I was like I'm starting to have feelings about things that I never cared about and she was telling me she was like it's because like you're really being honest and so open with the world that now you have no guard up and it's like you feel everything like like literally two episodes I've talked about uh, like when I was molested at five and like I almost like get teary eyed like when I talk about it on those episodes. I'm like, I've never really like cared about like it's it's whatever. And like now all of a sudden I'm emotional about it or like people can bring up certain. I'm, I'm like, why do I? Who am I? Like, ew. do you feel like it's just because you have the space to be yes. able to like feel those things? Mm. And yes. And I think once you start living in a space of really being yourself and like feeling like and just being who you are it's kind of like oh like you just feel everything mm -hmm. and so i'm like oh this is a lot like because i just feel a lot of things 
and I don't want to feel these things. And I don't, and I think because for so long I lived with a guard up or like I knew who I needed to be for everybody else. And now when I walk into a room, I don't think about like, oh, like, is that person going to tell this person that I was acting like this? Or is mm. that like, I don't like, I like, this is just me. Here, here I am. Yeah. So yeah, I think it would be all the feels because I feel a lot of things. Like I will cry. Like I'll be in the car and I'll be like, man, I just can't believe I made it through. Like, and I'll be like, why am I crying? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's literally <laughs> life. That's yes. not me. Like, that's not my person. I've never been like that. Yeah. I, I think like knowing your personality over the past couple of years, I think even for both of us, like I have a natural propensity to run from things or like not feel things because I don't want to feel bad emotions. Yes. And for you to say that, I think is, is just leaps and bounds of, to say who you are and how this podcast has changed you, how this time of your life has shaped you. Mm. And it's like, if you don't know how to feel your emotions, you'll never be able to internalize it and intellectualize it and give it to someone else so that you can explain what that feeling feels like for them because they might not know what it feels like or for you to get through it or over it because I never took the time to feel it. It's like, oh, I don't even know what that is. How can I explain something I don't know about? Yeah. Mm. And I think a lot of times our feelings put up a lens and we see everything mm. through that lens. So, like, you could say mm-hmm. something to me, and if I'm not dealing with my stuff, when you say all I hear is through the lens of hurt, pain, like, literally, like, literally on the podcast, I told, I was talking to Janine, my counselor, and I was like, somebody invited me to church. I don't know why they invited me to church. Da, 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 da. And she said, Renaud, they just wanted to see you. They just wanted to be around you. And I was like, oh. But because, like, the lens of how, like, I feel have churches hurt me, mm-hmm. I'm, like, pissed off that they mm-hmm. invited me. Like, why the hell would you invite me to church? Mm-hmm. They just want to be around you, Raynaud. You're tripping. Like, yeah. you need to deal with your stuff. Yeah, and like, so, relax. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, calm down. Like, you should be happy people want to be around you. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's just not that deep. You it's, just got to, it's not that deep. It's you. Like, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. It's you. It's you. It's, it's, it's you. you. You're the problem. <laughs> it's me. Literally, for the first time, it's me, not you. For the but, first time, babe. For the first time. Because <laughs> a lot of time, it's it's never been me. But you're never also been. learning not to take me. things so personally. Yeah. Like it's not, it's yeah. like a good thing. You know, they're not talking about you, looking at you any type of way. Yeah. You don't care. You're letting your guard down. So that's that's a good thing. And everybody's on their own journey. Like we're all yeah. on our own journey. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes Ooh, yeah. we're, we're so selfish. Like we're like, oh, they're, they're doing, like, no, baby, they're living their life just like you live in your life. Yeah, they're not thinking <laughs> about you. At all. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. All right. Whose question is next? I can go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you the toxic one? Oh, well, that's just perfect. Girl, we, it's you. It's toxic. Um, I think at times <laughs> I have contributed to toxic situations, you know, when I was reacting certain ways, but I don't think that I was the toxic you one. you have any examples? Mm-mm. Yeah, with names. So let's just say, you know, any anybody that I've gotten into disagreements, you know, like if they were the one that was causing the issue, I'm going to be reactive. And that was caused me that was where I was a toxic one, is because I don't need to react to every situation immediately. I can I have a lot more emotional awareness now, and so I don't pop off as quickly, but I also realized that that person probably isn't good for me if they're constantly making me feel this way. So yeah. I, I like that. I'm toxic because you made me. That's a big realization. <laughs> <laughs> you were so I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm like, not toxic. You, you were know. toxic first. And because of your toxicity, I am now toxic. Yeah. I definitely toxic. am guilty of, of have done that. Yeah. 
I'm big on that too. I'm like, I'm such a, oh, you're mad at me. I'm automatically <laughs> mad at you. And my whole job is to make you more mad at me because I don't really care about the situation. I have definitely Period. been the petty not, person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's bad. It's I'm, I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. Cause it's like, I feel like if you hurt me, like I want to hurt you back or 10 times more but now I'm like that's not normal you can't do that is it just me or I don't know I always feel like when people who are close to me hurt me I'm more like how could you hurt me like you're supposed to know me like I don't (laughs) let that many people in like how did you fumble the bag like I don't know is that bad I I got to work on that it just be like how cow do you think it's like you being harder on that person solely because you know them, so you don't give them like more grace than you would another person, like a random person, basically? No, I just think that like if you're my friend, like you should not hurt me. Like you should just know better. <laughs> Period. Bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's impossible because in every relationship, I think whenever there is some type of drama, not even drama, but conflict kind of makes relationships stronger. I don't know about all yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you don't That's agree? So I, I think there's um, <clears throat> my voice going out. Um, I think there's a line like you can't just lean on that. Like you can't expect to come out of everything stronger. Like at some That's point not, you're yes. going to be like, okay, you're doing too much. Like I need to dip. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. But I do think, I think if you can resolve the conflict, it makes, I'll, I'll take that back. If yeah. you can resolve the conflict, it makes the relationship stronger. Yeah, and I think it depends on the conflict because just, okay, let's say you got cheated on and you forgave your partner and you guys got back together and in your head you're like, oh my gosh, this is the strongest we've ever been. Some people can't deal with that. So like it might look like you're stronger than ever because you got through that, whatever, whatever, but there's like now there's scars, like there's trauma. So I I can't, I I don't like that statement. Yeah, I don't agree. (laughs) I take that back. I think if I can resolve, I think the relationship can be stronger, but yeah. I think there's also certain things where it's just like, I don't know. So you're just saying there's like definitely conflict. Like, yeah, I yeah. think it depends on the conflict. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. depends on the conflict. Yeah. But I think like in your friendships though, I feel like if you're willing to have a conversation about it, which I think that just talks about maturity. If you're willing to have mm-hmm. a conversation about it, we can probably get through it if we actually talk. But if yeah. you never talk, then it creates more distance. Yeah. And now you can wonder, your brain starts to go places, and you're like, uh, I don't know if I can trust this person. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be crazy. honest in the conversation. That's the yeah. thing. Because yes. if you're not honest in the conversation, it'll never... And I say that even on my end, I think there's friendships that have ended or they look different in this season. And because I wasn't honest in certain conversations or super... But sometimes I just think you can't be honest, but <laughs> I digress. I think, yeah, but end of the day, it just depends on the person because something that you could come out of may just be a deal breaker for me. Yeah. So person to person. Yeah, what was the question? <laughs> Are you the toxic one? <laughs> oh, how do we get here? <laughs> um, Reynald, do you answer? Uh, I think, I don't think I've ever, <sighs> toxic, toxic. Have I ever been toxic? Yeah. <laughs> Luna, I've been toxic? Uh, I, think, I feel like you took too long to answer that. Yes, I have been toxic, it's, but uh-huh. I think I've been toxic out of like a love. Like, I think sometimes you can love somebody so much mm-hmm. that you just get toxic. Something a toxic person would say. so sweet. Like, <laughs> but I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore at all. I'm kidding. I can't even think of a single situation where you've been toxic. I can't I'm stop just, because Quan is recording. I can't focus. <laughs> what is he recording? Are you taking selfies? He doesn't have a recorder. I'm, like, I'm trying to be real. No. He's I'm, like, I guess. think I've been toxic to myself. Look. 
<laughs> no, I'm not trying to sound deep. I know. No, I'm not saying no. you try to sound deep. I'm saying you sound toxic. No, I think I've been toxic <laughs> to myself because, like, why am I expecting something from somebody that they keep proving me they're not going to give me? Ooh, that is a like, word. I was with so you're just that putting person for into... six freaking years going back and forth. Like, Ray Nod, you didn't get it the first year? Yeah. The second, the third oh, year, honey. the fourth year, the fifth. <laughs> it takes we had time. six it's years. Okay. Yeah. And I go to a concert and I still come to your hotel. Like, what? Right now. Oh, oh, baby. Oh. You're talking so you're about a lot of people right now. Like, personal accountability <laughs> is something yeah, that I was talking been, to myself. Yeah. But now? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I will, I'm done with that person. I In my head, I am because I don't think that they're going to change. But, like, mm-hmm. I would not tolerate that. Like, wait, would, wait, hold on, babe. Rewind. You said, I'm not saying I'm done with that person. I'm just saying, guess what? I believe, you know, God can, you know, redeem anybody. Mm-hmm. So God, you're leaving a door open. I'm not leaving. The door is locked. But if you do the work <laughs> and get the door. Key, no, if you do the work <laughs> and you get the keys because of how the love felt, like the good parts, I would think about They're it. They're going to come back into your life. No, I'm gonna let them yeah. walk into that room. Not no, it would be work. It'll it would be, have to be it would have you. to be like a two-way street like it couldn't just be like oh you just want to i want to work on it now like no you have to show me that you've proven yourself to change and that you've like had to go through it just as much and then you're willing to like do the work do the work with me and make the steps to make the relationship better and like i'm sorry for who i was like accountability you know on their end too because (laughs) they made you feel a type of way and they know that's why it didn't work out yeah, and, and I think when you really love somebody, I don't. I haven't experienced a lot of love like that, and oh. maybe that's mm-hmm. my experience. And maybe when I find a better experience, I'm like, f that. I don't. I don't think about that. Yeah, yeah. But until I find a better experience, that is something that I'm like, oh, like you're willing to let someone become. Yes. Something different. But I'm not and sitting have at the door waiting. But you're not waiting. Yeah, you're not like waiting and hoping that <laughs> yeah. it's going to change. I'm not outside my out the outside the house hunking a horn. Come outside. Hell no. Like I'm living so my nice life going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's like honoring and respecting yourself. Like at the end of the day, you really learned how to, that's full circle. You learned how to honor and respect yourself because not everyone's going to do that to you. But if I teach you how to treat me and I always teach you that disrespect is okay, mm. that's what you're going to do. So yeah. I have to like, even in my interactions now, I'm like, oh, hey, if I don't like something, I'm going to tell you almost right then and there, yeah. or I'm going to figure out how I'm going to say that yeah. to you and say, Hey, that's not acceptable. If this is going to work, mm-hmm. if you're going to be my friend, I'm going to need you to do these types of things because I can't run with you like that no more. If that's how it's going to be. And, and honestly, the the way that I know that I can say that without feeling weird about it is saying I have to honor and respect myself. And it's helped me so much. Yeah. Ooh, teach good. you how to treat me was a word. Te- you got to teach people how to treat you. It's yeah. actually very true yeah. because people will walk all over you if you don't hold yourself to a standard and have expectations Sister. for yourself. But I feel like some <laughs> people get mad when you say expectations like kill everything. And it's like, no, I feel yeah. like expectations hold people to know what I'm expecting of them. And if they can't reach what I'm you know, expecting of you, then why are we even doing this? Because love is not enough. Love isn't enough. Love Period. is not enough. And I know that people think that it is. It's not. It's really not, it's it's really not. not enough. But I love a lot of people. I love <laughs> a lot of people. I, but. I, I think, though, expectations also are super cool because when I say, like, oh, these are the expectations, there's no, like, oh, but I didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. you can't. You, that that excuse is out of the window. You can't say, oh, I had no idea. No, you did. We had a serious conversation about this. These are the things that we talked about. And you clearly did that on purpose. 
And now I can really see where your intentions are or your motivation because we talked about our expectations. But also too, I feel like even if you say you're going to like date someone and you're telling them your expectations, I don't know, like that's a whole other thing. But if you meet someone and you don't have expectations at that point when you're just meeting someone, that's fine because you don't have expectations for for the situation to go further until you decide, okay, this person I would like to be around a little bit more. Maybe I should tell them like my expectations then so that they understand and you guys are on the same page. You know, you shouldn't just expect the person on the street to be at your standard, you know? Yeah. You have to actually work yeah, towards no, that. Of course. Yeah. I, and I agree yeah. with that. I think like say somebody, uh, I don't know, like what's a pet peeve of mine? Uh, oh, I hate being lost, right? And say the person I'm with, they always think they know where they're going and they always get lost. Once I tell you I don't like getting lost, mm-hmm. you should be putting a fucking navigation in your car every time we go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be lost. Yeah. I'm kidding. I just made it Keep funny. that map in the back. <laughs> Literally, turn on your, your car play. No, they, they'd, be like, they'd be like, I know exactly. I know this area. We good. We good. No, that is one thing that will piss just like, me off. Like, I will be, ir- like, furious. Yeah. I hate really? being lost. It's, that's funny. That is funny. It's kind of like I wanted you to take the trash out and you just didn't take the trash out. I'm not lying. Like, that's one thing as a man out. I hate doing. Like Taking the trash I out? I hate taking the trash out. Why? I just don't like doing it. Like I, It's that's, kind of gross. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah, gross. I don't I mean, like no one touching. wants to take garbage out. Yeah. I, like, garbage men get paid a lot of money. So. Dude, they're securing yeah. the bag. They, they, they really kidding? are. I'm not going to count. So... My stepdad is a is a garbage man for New York City. That brother makes six figures. Yeah, taking out freaking truck. I'm like, bro, what? Their pension, their like whole like Does benefits he... package is so great. Yeah, I'm like, but he's probably also slap boxing with like the New York City rats, so he deserves that. If anything, he needs to be like paid double what he's making. He's seen it. <laughs> he has seen it he all. He needs to be paid more. He's, he has seen it all. Give that man a raise. Yeah. What is Please. <laughs> yeah. He needs more. And pay your ten percent, amen. Hallelujah. Ain't that what, that's what they say about the. You know, they gotta give you a ten percent. Okay. Anyways, uh, Ron, what's your question? Oh, the toxic. Oh. Yeah, are you toxic, Ron? Oh, no, I'm for sure toxic. And I tried so hard not to. I was about to say. And I'm like, Wait, I'm like you're I'll toxic? try really hard not to be. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go pray about this. But like, literally. Um, I know like, some girls Ron talked to. I was, I was in a relationship to. super recently, right? And like, obviously there's like things in the relationship where like we would have uh, disagreements. And if I got to a point where I was like, I'm going to be honest, like I'm, I'm kind of spent on this. I'm going to just be like, I'm going to be quiet. It's okay. Everything's cool. Nothing's bothering me. But all the while, it's like actually fuming inside of my brain and my heart. And I'll, it's not good. I, I stumble hard. Um, and okay, this is so, I feel so vulnerable. Oh my God. I feel like I have Same. narcissistic like tendencies where it's like, oh, it's about me. And I have to focus really hard on like not making it about myself. But my natural propensity is to be like, okay, it's, it's me. And all the while, I'm the actual problem. Mm-hmm. I can see Note that. to self, do not talk to Ron. <laughs> Don't mess with Ron. <laughs> I know some girls. Ron, Ron. I mean, all the girls want Ron. This would be crazy. I, you know, I've been to a few. I mean, after hearing that, he might have yeah. sent some running. Yeah, I don't think he They're will still running. them anymore. They are still running to him. I'm yeah. telling you. I yeah. have been. I think. I went to I mean, church like, with Ron. Yeah, like. Ron, uh-huh. Ron, Ron, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you're back in town, Brother Ron. Oh, my Lord. I'm like, I've been coming <laughs> to visit this church a lot of times, and don't nobody ever. You know, I don't You know, I don't want the girls to be doing that to me, but, like, even nobody's don't be. It's just different. It's very mm-hmm. different. I feel like, though, like, 
I feel like <laughs> even in those situations, it's not like a, I mean, in my mind, it's not like a, oh, this is romantic. It's like purely platonic. Like, I'm not. Ron, like, you I'm know Ryan. these church girls are trying to get married. Quit lying. Ron, now that yeah, well, you yeah, mentioned it, you do but... look a little toxic. <laughs> I appreciate that. But like. He said, I appreciate um, that. I, I think that. <laughs> um, no, but for real though, I feel like I, I focus really heavily on, I, I just, I feel like I'm very aware of like what my flaws are. And yeah. I think that's why it's easy for me to point it out. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm constantly working on not doing those things yeah. and like going to counseling um, and, and really like learning how to listen was something that I had to just learn how to do. And by the, I think by the end of it, it's like, I'm aware of what it is that's happening in my brain, but I don't have to, I don't have to act on it. I just understand what my natural tendencies are. So if I'm tired or I'm frustrated or honestly, I'm just too hungry. These are the things that I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh, I know that I do those things. So I'm just going to, I'm going to take a step back or I just need time to think about it. Or I just need a little bit of space. And those are like the things that the boundaries that I've set for myself. So I don't actually do something stupid. That's good. Self-awareness. Ooh, self. We talked. Uh, Bo and uh, Mama Bo and uh, Dad Tyler talked about that self-awareness mm. before getting into a relationship mm. with other people. Yeah. Self-awareness is so important. But they were a little bit older when they met, though. Yeah, they right? were older. They yeah, were, uh, in their thirties. Yeah. And so I think that comes with just like knowing yourself deeper and giving yourself time to mature. Yeah. Because I think you do just get yeah. natural self-awareness after you've had failed relationships and things don't work out. You yeah. kind of like have to do the work to look within yourself if you want something successful. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm always like, I, yeah. can, I, can, I don't mind like getting married late, having kids late. You know, I don't I don't mind all that. Because you're a man. Yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, I'm, yeah. When I have a <laughs> yeah, kid, when I have a kid, it's going to be hard. Anybody want to give me a free egg? But first, you got to look good. A free egg? Yeah, for me and my man. A free one? I don't know about free. A free egg? I mean, do you yeah. know? I mean, I'm a good person. I serve egg. the Lord. I mean, you at least but you know. An egg, though? An I, don't egg. Know. I ain't never seen that before. You want mixed babies? I'll give you an egg. You would give me an egg, Renee? Why not? See, that's why. And that's why I like oh, white people. Because black people, y'all so damn selfish. An <laughs> egg? You gonna give me 20, 20,000? You give me 10,000? See, and that's why Renee gonna be blessed. Y'all gonna be blessed, too. But Renee gonna be blessed, <laughs> Thank girl. Thank you. It'll be beautiful. You get the, you'll be the godmother to my child. Oh, my gosh. And Can they you be would the have godmother to your genetic? She's I mean, blowing right now. I think even the thought of it just excited her. <laughs> Thank like, you for like considering. Oh my god! What if I had like chocolate babies with red hair? Oh my gosh! That's literally like Ooh, what I can see my kids like, 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 Chocolate babies with red hair have freckles. Ooh, I'm just saying, it's like a this baby gonna be hurt. Um, do you know who Emily B and Fabulous are? Like Fab. Oh yeah, the rapper. Okay, his I, kids I with her are gorgeous. They yes. have beautiful red, natural red afros. And they have like light skin with like freckles. And they're so Ugh. beautiful. I remember so them all loving hip hop. Oh, mm. yes. But I'm the, that ain't my business. I'm going to mm -hmm. keep it moving. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm kidding. They, they, it seems to be great now. I'm just, I just watched the show. I'm only talking about what I saw on the TV. TV is fake. Yeah. So it, it's not real. <laughs> it just, like even on this podcast, this is, uh, we're on These here. These are our radio personalities. Like, but I'm a character on here. Like this is me, but like me to 10,000%. 10, Really? I have to really like make sure we calm down when we're on here. Like I try to check you sometimes. <laughs> I feel like we're like working to like keep it together. You think I, I don't feel like we're the real me? You think the real me? You no, I think this is obviously the real you. We're not reading a script, but like I'm like thinking my boss could see this. My future children could look this yes. up. Like I I'm like trying to keep it together. Yeah. Like you're on to a certain extent. This is like unfiltered to like Ish. a certain extent, but like we're not Yeah. Like come on. 
Let's yeah, be for real. I still try to be corporate. No, I still try to be respectful for corporate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and all I my think other 99 everybody jobs. who watches and supports you understands that you can't while out the way you would, like, if but you were. don't let this, when it start <clears throat> getting bigger and bigger, baby, it's going to get litter and litter. Litter and litter. Not Once like it start litter. paying the bills. <laughs> Once it start paying the bills. <laughs> we don't got to filter ourselves. <laughs> I don't got no filter. Actually, I do have to say that is the one thing that I Why love about that? working for myself <laughs> is that, like, oh, yeah, I, I can, I mean... If you're going to hire me to do a corporate job, you just kind of have to accept me at this point. For yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. You're getting 1000%. into what? Like, you're getting into you see me. This is who I am. And I don't want to have to, like, water myself down for so long I did working for corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like mm-hmm. I get to just be my fun, bubbly personality. Like, if you don't like me, you don't like the way I dress, the way I yeah. wear my makeup, my nails. Like, it's just yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. I think that like you don't have to work with me if you don't like what it is that I, or who I am. But like, people come to me because of who I am. You know, period. like I will attract yes. people to period. me. So that's why it's like, whatever. I think I probably am the same. The right people. I'm the yes. same at work. I think I'm just a little bit more unfiltered, but I'm probably yeah. like 80% off. But you, you know, know what yeah. you can and can't, can't say, say on here, place yeah. and like in Same. something publicly. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think honestly, this is this is like a little different than what everyone's saying. But like, I think since moving to Tulsa, I've valued transparency a lot more. Um, and then like, there's something that is like a, a culture code of my church, and it's literally called HOT, um, and Ooh. it stands for humble, open, and transparent. And it was really hard because in my mind, I'm like, don't nobody really need to know my business. But that was also because I wasn't okay with my own business. And Mm. I think when I really think about it, I've come to terms with the business that's mine and authentically being myself. So now when I walk into a room, I feel like I'm bringing a lot to the table rather than figuring out how much I can give or how much I can keep at the table that I'm coming to. And it's, it's allowed me to really be me in every space that I've ever been in. I mean, to the point where like last night I was talking to some people and they're like, yo, your authenticity like really inspires me to be who I am. And I'm like, that's worth it. Like I'm okay with looking weird or like standing out for the sake of one person saying, I could really be me though. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's me. It's like, God wants to bless who Ron is not Ron trying to be somebody else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I I do. uh, I've spent too much time trying to be somebody else. And I and I and that's my story. I can I live that. But I do think like when when you're on camera or on a podcast, mm-hmm. like the culture we live in, like you can't be oh, too yeah. trend. Like there's some things that yeah. I think about or I want to say that I that I believe my opinions. Like oh my gosh, I put some videos on TikTok this weekend and oh my people God. are going in on me just yeah, for being around. You know what I mean? So I it's just kind of like let me just say something. <laughs> let me just say something to some of the Christians. Reynolds TikTok famous. Let now. me just say something to some of the Christians. Let me get some water, like y'all preachers <laughs> be getting. <laughs> y'all, I understand why people don't want to be Christians. Like I literally was in counseling. I said, Janine, I, I, am I a Christian? Because I said some of the people on the TikTok and what they saying, it don't sound like Jesus. And I just hope if you're a Christian, you ain't gotta agree with somebody. You don't even gotta like their lifestyle. You ain't gotta like their choices. But, you know, Jesus led with love. And some of y'all comments don't look like love. And I do, I understand if you don't agree with something, yeah, you might say, hey, let me correct this person. But also, you don't know me like that. You, you, you haven't had a conversation with me. I think a lot of people try to correct people, but you don't know the background. You, you haven't had a conversation. You haven't got to the nitty and gritty. So literally, you're seeing 15 seconds of right. something on TikTok and yeah. you think you know the whole story. Baby, mm-hmm. you don't know nothing. You don't know what I went through. You don't know my story. You have not been there. You weren't there when I didn't want to live no more. So I just think you got to be very careful 
what you say. And I just say, do some of y'all have jobs? Like, I don't know, I'm trying to be <laughs> shady. on the quick well, responses. Like, also, <laughs> like, it's that a lot of the people that are saying things are either older people, right? Mm-hmm. Or younger people without jobs that feel like they can say whatever they can because they were raised on the internet. Um, but side note, I think what I think Christians, what we really need to be focusing on is ourselves instead of like trying to correct someone else. I don't, I don't think we have the authority to really look at someone and be like, Hey, you're wrong. Like we, we got, we we're real comfortable doing that. And the thing is other people don't like us for doing the one thing that we're forgiven for. I'm like, I'm forgiven. So I should naturally think I should forgive all people. Granted, some things hurt, but you living your life does not hurt mine. And what I should mm. do, because that's what I'm supposed to do, is love you. And I don't think a lot of people are doing that well. Yeah. And it's like, why would I come to church now? Like, why would I even want to? <laughs> right. I read like, those comments. Yeah, that they were really harsh. And the yeah. things that they were saying just didn't even make sense. Like, <laughs> and you're like, you said, they weren't even saying it with love. They weren't like, yeah. like a, you know. Like, I think rude. what my mom did last week, she came on here. She's like, hey, Renaud, I, I don't agree. You know what I mean? Like, hey, and I'm like, okay, cool, mom, I don't agree with you. And my mom's a Christian, I'm a Christian, we just don't see things the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, I think if we get to the point where it's like, man, we don't have to agree to belong, and at the end of the day, when we get there, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. And maybe I was right, or maybe I was dead wrong, but God knows my heart, and you know I did my best, and God knows other people's heart, and he knows they did their best, period, point blank. Ron, what's your question on tonight? Oh my goodness. Uh, my question is answer. what's been your hardest goodbye? Oh, God. <laughs> Not the last question being so I might, deep. I might cry. I might cry too. Like, oh, sorry. I was, wait, what was the question? Your, what's your hardest goodbye? Oh, okay. <laughs> what's your hardest goodbye? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought Luna would be like, bye. Yeah, I, I really, that's one of, maybe this is, <laughs> I didn't answer the last heartless. question. I didn't answer the last question, so I'll just sneak it my answer into yeah, here. On. But I think. I'm sorry why I'd be considered toxic is because I really can detach like very, very easily. And scary. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like, I mean, it's Reynold has witnessed it, especially <laughs> with friendships. Like you, we were talking mm-hmm. about, <laughs> I was about to say her name. Who? We were talking about, I'm not going to say her name, but we were talking about a person. Not who, the who. Not you instigated. <laughs> but it's like. Yeah, it's your friend. Yes, your friend. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your friend. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Okay. I remember. So. <laughs> That's if, your friend. If something happens where I'm like, this really is not for yeah. me. I It's almost as if they were never in my life. Like, yeah. I, it's just. It's not healthy, I don't think. But at the same time, I'm like, why waste my time being sad about something that's not for me? Yeah. So I yeah. can't really answer this question. My heart is goodbye. Like maybe like a death in the family. Mm. Yeah. Am I toxic? That's valid. You're not toxic. Okay, good. I don't think you're toxic. <laughs> I don't either. Um, my hardest goodbye. I have plenty. One would definitely have been when I left home mm-hmm. and moved Aww. here because I feel like I left so many of like my like loving, beautiful, kind, genuine friends and family, like the people who know like the OG me, like the true me, and they've seen me evolve. Um, and then just like you said, the loss, you know, the loss of my mom and then the loss of Jake, those two people have been like significant in my life. So those were the two hardest goodbyes. It's like, cause it's so permanent yeah. and death is yeah. so permanent. So. Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> that, that like just, that just sobered it up. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm just going to talk about a, a girl that I dated, but like, that's so real. And <laughs> even from 
to leave in your hometown to like people that like you really have to say goodbye to and can't say anything say anything to anymore like that grief is so different so real um and those goodbyes are so hard I remember like bit like the first death I had ever experienced with my great grandma I was like wait so like she's not coming back at all and it took me forever to actually understand that yeah Yeah. goodbyes like forever goodbyes are hard yeah yeah they just don't seem real. Like it takes a long time to cope yeah. with those. Cause like, you're like, I just don't understand. Cause even yeah. now, like it's actually so funny because Jake was in my dream last night and he never really comes into my dreams that often, but like I wanted to stay asleep so I could hang out with him longer. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, I, like, I want to yeah. stay here. You know, like that's when you're like, oh, I guess I just have to like do this more often. Cause you can't really actually talk to them or, yeah. you know, I believe that they're always uh, around like their energy and stuff, but yeah. It sucks. I have a huge family, like huge. Like both my parents have 10 siblings. Oh each, my gosh. And they all have children, like multiple. So death is like a mm. very normal thing when you have a family of that like size. Like super big, yeah. And I think in the beginning, it's like when I was young, I heard it literally every weekend. It was a different funeral. We're going to somebody's house, bringing them food mm-hmm. because somebody passed. It was just a, a normal part of my childhood. Wow. I think the first death I oh. like experienced was like, I was two or three years old. Like I remember being there mm-hmm. for a funeral. But the reason it's getting hard now is like now it's people that actually like I knew. It's not like a great aunt that was like, you know, miles away and I barely visited her. I barely saw her. I think it's like I'm getting older. I'm starting to understand like this person like had an impact and that impact like ends here. Yeah. Like the physical impact. Right. So it's crazy. It's like getting harder because I'm so numb in a way. Like it's it's backwards. And then also too, it's like harder when it's people our age and your age and you're going to yeah. start seeing people you went to high school pass or you're seeing people Ooh. like, you know, you've been friends with. And then that's even more weird because you're like, they're so young because we are so young. Yeah. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing yeah. like these people have had medical issues that they've had to deal with mm-hmm. that like how... How is it that they had to go through this and, you know, be taken? But like, I'm perfectly healthy. Is it the lifestyle I chose? Like, is it my mindset? Is it, you know, is it just God's timing? You just don't ever know. So it is a little more weird when it's like someone closer in your circle. That hasn't happened yet. I mean, I had like an aunt, but not somebody my age. I've had some friends in my circle and I think it is hard. I think it is hard, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when you go through things and you're like, man, I wish... I could just call her. I yeah. could just be oh, like, yeah. you know, just different. I don't know. I think my yeah. hardest goodbye. I mean, I mean, if you watch the podcast, you probably already know. I mean, oh, not safe for church. Um, I think my hardest goodbye. I will never forget. I was in the car. Uh, I had just uh, talked uh, to uh, the head pastor at the church I was working for, and I, as soon as I walked out the meeting, I called Janine my counselor. <laughs> and I was like, I just had this conversation. These are my options. And uh, she was like, okay. She was like, what are you going to do? And I and I started to tell her, I think, I think I'm going to leave. She said, well, this is what you've been wanting for a minute. Like it just happened in a weird way. And I think wow. it's, I think a lot of times we go through things and we know the outcome. We know what's going to happen. But it doesn't hit you till it really happens and you're living it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that my decision would have, I mean, I didn't know I was going to come out and tell the world I was gay. I didn't know all that stuff. But I knew my decision would have a big effect on my life because for 26 years, all I wanted to be was a worship leader. That's all I wanted to be. Like, and literally 26 years, one moment, it was all gone. 
And I think that was my hardest goodbye. But I think sometimes, like, the hardest goodbyes bring you to the best hellos. Like, mm-hmm. I live a life that is true, that is beautiful. I I don't deal with the same depression that I used to deal with. And, man, I, I feel... I feel good and things are getting better. Yeah. And I think even like on this journey for this podcast, like from when I started to now, I didn't know if things were going to get better. Like I'm just on here like talking by faith. Like, ooh, <laughs> I believe. Like I, I know I heard them, but I don't, I don't know what's going on. But like now I'm starting yeah. to see the fruit of my decision and I'm living in restoration. And what I believe restoration is, I got this from Darius Daniels, it's not that like God gives you what you lost back but he replaces it with something with the same feeling. And there are so many moments mm. in my life where I'm like, man, this feels like leading worship. Like I had a full class this morning at 103 Yoga, Ratchet Rhythm every Tuesday. I teach on Saturdays too at 11 a.m. Hit class at 11 a.m. Be there, be square, 103 Yoga. Um, but like, I, I feel that same energy. And it's like, oh, like God is restoring. It just doesn't look the same. Yeah. So, yeah. period. All right. I think what's really beautiful about that is you, in order for this door to really be opened, you had to close the last door. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's so evident that you close the door because of the relationships and how it looks and how you feel. But at the same time, if you were halfway in and halfway out, I doubt that, like, talk about not good luck. I feel like that wouldn't be a good look. I'd rather like see my friend authentically living the way that he knows is true to his heart and like flourish because of it. And you planted seeds then and it takes a little bit of work, a little bit of time, but the harvest is on the way because you. Yeah. And I still got harvest from those seeds. Don't know about Hold on. Come on. I served another That's man's vision. <laughs> Even when racism was going on and they didn't want to talk. I, I, I said ser- it was going on. It Don't still is. But you know what I'm just saying? Like, yeah, I served another man's vision. <laughs> and I know when I was serving that vision, I wasn't doing it for nothing. I wasn't doing it to get something, but I know how God works. I know the, yeah. you know, I know planting, you know. Never yeah, when you live for yeah. somebody else. Ooh, ooh, baby, you'll be depressed. Yeah. All right, Ron, we got a few, like literally like two minutes. All right, what's your answer? <laughs> oh, I, I just wasn't going to answer. I was going to let it be. Oh, wow. Um, man. Okay, okay, okay. Two, two minutes. I actually, there was a girl that I was like, I had always wanted to date, but never did. And like, we talked for uh, two months and then um, we like stopped talking but we both were going to be in Europe at the same time. So we both literally went to Europe at the same time, but not together. And I was like, oh my God, like, we're going to fall in love. This is going to be so great. Oh my God. Like, what if I just took you to Paris? And like, you know, we like, whatever, went on a date. And she was like, mm, I feel like that's like something that I want to do with like my husband. And I was like, mm, I, I want to be that guy. Um, and that just never happened. But we were in Barcelona at the same time. And uh, like, the day before I found out, I like was at the club and I did a back that landed on my face. And I like, she was like, oh my gosh, like, let's get together. And I was like, all busted up. Like I had like a black eye. Oh, was, like, I saw that picture. Oh, Jesus. It was like, so hey, bad. And she was blessing out and I was like, and like literally like it just, it dissipated. It turned into like, oh my gosh, like I have these immense feelings for this person. And I had to say no. And it just turned out sour. Wow. Well, y'all, it's yeah. time to say goodbye to this podcast episode. This might be my hardest. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to thank my sponsors. I don't have my uh, MacBook tonight. I have my phone. I would like to thank my sponsors, my host, ho, ho, my robo. Shout out to I said hoes. My hoes. I ain't never slept with nobody in here. Praise the Lord. Thank God. Have I ever slept with anybody on my thank podcast? God. No, I haven't slept with anybody on my podcast. <laughs> I would like, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Stop. 
I really haven't. Praise God. I, like I would like to thank <laughs> my sponsors and my co-hosts and remind you to like, comment, and subscribe. I want to thank Claiborne Urban Loops. I want to remind you to subscribe and share, give and receive in many ways. Follow us on IG NSFC Podcast. Make sure you use protection if you're going to be just giving everything to everybody. All right, till next time, Jesus is for everybody. The music is inside. I'm talking too much. God bless. <laughs>